You can't talk about the Czech Republic without talking about beer. This is one of the great beer destinations in the world. It's um, it's a place that I've spent tons of time in, and I haven't always been the the biggest beer fan ever. But when I'm here, uh, I'm drinking beer, and it's uh, it's a terrific terrific culture. Even my wife's drinking beer in this country, and so I felt like it was important to kind of. Uh, go over some of the the do's and don'ts, the the cultural norms of the beer drinking culture. Um, I've certainly learned a lot. We've been here for about eleven days, and I thought I knew this place, um, but it continues to uh, impress me in in good ways. And um, so let's go. Let's uh, let's sit down. Hopefully, you have a beer in hand. Um, I have a nice light beer here and talk about you know how to do it how to how to drink this stuff so first of all you need to know where to where to drink it you need to know what these places are called the 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 restaurants and the the bars here they they don't do a very good job marketing you can't even tell you know what you're looking at i can't tell if, the, if this place sells lawnmowers or if it's like the best sandwich shop in town and you know unless you speak any check you're not you're not going to have any chance. But if you see a U, a standalone letter U, followed by something, that's usually a pretty good, that's like the trattoria, you know, it's like the brasserie of Czech Republic. It's going to be a good kind of family-run restaurant. A lot of times they're going to serve their own beer. We went to one called U Flecku, which is famous. It was uh, built in 1499. It's been a restaurant for like 600 years so naturally the service was a little gruff they figure you know one bad review is not going to take us out we've been here for 650 years guy um so they didn't really have to try too hard but i'll tell you what the the beer was terrific they just had a light and a dark you know the light beer is usually going to be called a lejac um l-e-z-a-k um there's some accents on there i've been kind of mess around with those are really fun once you learn them um, I'm still in the process but you know, don't worry too much about the pronunciation they, they make you um, put emphasis on certain syllables and uh, the uh, the Z with the the Z with the accent over the top um, I'm sorry the V with the accent over the top sorry the R uh, that's not it's, it doesn't even sound like an R it's like it turns into a J so have fun with that um, so Le Jacques and me are light. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see Mave too. That's a that's a darker beer, and you're gonna see um, the black beer Cherny. Cherny means black, so you know Cherny's me your black. I usually settle on the Le Jacques. That has to do with the fermentation process. Um, not not sure exactly, but that's gonna be your your most solid kind of um, Pilsner style beer. It's your best bet. And if you just say Pivo, or if you just say beer, when you Pivo means beer, when you walk into these places, um, <clears throat> that's generally what you're going to get. Um, Zvetla um, is a descriptive term meaning light in color. Um, and like we said, Mave, which is T-M-A-V-E. You know, it's a little bit darker. And Kozel is a big company here in the Czech Republic. They make the Mavi. That's like the most popular one I've seen, but... You know, some of the other names are, you know, Gambrinus, Staropromen, 
of course, Pilsner or Quell. That's the most famous. Uh, Krushevica. We'll talk a little bit more momentarily about you know the the other the different companies. Um, there's a degree mark be, beside the beer. You know, 10, 11, 12, 13. Uh, that's not the temperature. Um, it's it's it generally almost always corresponds to the strength of the beer. So the higher the degree mark, the the higher the strength. But not always. But generally speaking, more often than not, um, almost always actually. And what that what it is is a it's a measurement of the weight of the brewing ingredients. And so the more hops um, and the more ingredients in the beer generally equal a stronger beer. The more sugar and so on. Um, I usually settle on an 11. Um, my my favorite combo is the Lejac 11 um, of whatever beer they have on tap. And I think that's, you know, you're going to get the, um, they have these big sturdy mugs. They're usually going to be about 0.4 liters. <clears throat> that's called the, I hope you're writing this down, by the way. Um, if you're, not if you're driving, not if you're driving, just wait, wait till you, uh, wait till you get to work and, uh, put your phone on do not disturb. And then you can get back to the, to the cast. Um, Hladinka, Hladinka is the style that I've been ordering. You know, these are, these are the poor styles. Now we're going to talk about how they're pouring them. Hladinka is about 0.4 liter and it's, Tons of it's foam for the rest of the cup up to the top of this big sturdy uh, cup, you know. And uh, you know, for people that don't like foam, you know, oh no, it's it's too foamy. I just want the beer. Yeah. Well, you you actually do want the foam because that's an in indicator of freshness. And if you've ever had a a flat keg at some terrible restaurant in the states, I mean, it's not fun. And you're not going to get that in uh, Czech Republic, even in the small towns. If you order the Ladinka, um, you're going to get foam to the top, and that you want you want to see that. It's good for freshness, and uh, you can wait a little bit, wait for the foam to come down a bit. But that's that's what you want to see there. There's a couple other types you can do. There's a milk pour, they call it, um, and uh, Melko. It's um, beer, beer nerds know exactly what I'm talking about, um, out there, but it's almost all foam and it's very strange, but it's basically a small beer. It's about 0.2 liters and then tons of foam. And some people like to do that if they just want like a little bit of beer. So you're going to get charged quite a bit less for that one. And there's also a middle ground. Um, it's called a, uh, a schnitt, um, the uh, Schnitt, I, I didn't just swear, um, it's S-N-Y-T with the uh, accent, and that's kind of the middle ground. That's going to be about a 0.3 liter, tons of foam in there, but that's like, if you're going to get a small beer, that's, I would just go for that. And I don't think you really ever need to do a small beer. The um, I always do the 0.4, the 0.5 liters, and this is a pretty light beer we're talking about here. It's only about point or four point three or four point four percent alcohol by volume. And so I've I've been able to like go for a run, you know, after I drink some of this beer. I can't do that in the States after like a you know heavy IPA. So this is a different kind of beer. It's kinda of just something you can drink with your meal. Um speaking of food, um the the national well there's a couple national dishes, but the pork knuckle is terrific. 
it's better than I thought it would be. That goes great with a Pilsner or Quell. So that's something to get. Um, there's a, there's, there's a lot of dumpling culture. Dumplings are terrific. There's uh, some goulash here. Um, that's pretty good. I mean, I've never been to Hungary where I believe it was invented, but the Czech goulash is terrific. Basically any of the, any of the food on one of these menus at a, at one of these, you know, you flecues or, um, or a hospeda. Hospeda is another type of like small little place to get some food. And the food's going to be designed for the beer. So perfect pairing. You can't really go wrong. There's some soups that are even good. You know, I'm I'm not a big soup guy. I just feel like you're just robbing yourself of the evening if you're just like having soup. But you know, here soup can be a meal. Add some beer, um, and it's just uh, terrific. If you just want to drink a beer and you don't want to eat, um, you can go into these places and just have a beer. Sometimes there's a bar. Um, sometimes you can just sit down and have them. Especially if you're not at mealtime, they don't think that's a huge deal. If like three in the afternoon, you just want to sit down for a beer. You can also go to something called a bar. I mean, they have a they have bars here as well. They also have music bars. There there's specific bars where they're kind of playing louder music. Uh, there's there are jazz clubs that get going you know later at night, and then for the younger crowd, I mean, I don't want to uh, general generalize. I mean, you don't have to be young, but there's these like all night kind of clubs. That's not really my scene. I like to be in bed with a with a novel these days. Um, I'm totally lame, but and you know we talked about the kind of the bigger brands, but one of the true um, enjoyments is a lot of these restaurants brew their own beer. It's all going to be slightly different. It's generally all terrific. We have a place near us that does a beer. Tomorrow's our last day in Prague. I'll probably drop in and get another one of those. If you're in the small towns, if you're traveling outside of Prague, first of all, you know, learn learn some Czech. I know it's intimidating, it's terrifying, but learn just a little bit. And I know people say like, well, learn how to say hello and goodbye. Well, you can you can do that on the plane flight over. I'm talking just a little bit more. You know, learn how to learn. Um, I have an app that I use on my phone. It's four dollars, and it's it's fun. The kids like it. Kind of like quizzes you and stuff. Just do something like that. Um, Babbel does not have Czech. So if you have a Babbel membership, Czech's not on there. Um, but, you know, going out in the countryside, it's going to help. You're going to get to some places where they don't speak English, and you're going to want to explain, you know, you're there to have some food or, or get a beer or something like that. And when you get out into the countryside, some of these other towns, um, these larger towns in, you know, Moravia, where, where we were, they made terrific beer. Um, Litavel, uh, was one that I really enjoyed. Um, and our, our au pair lives out there and, uh, we visited her. And so it was very, very enjoyable. Our, our former au pair, she lived with us for a year. And so we're, we're all in on the, on the Czech culture and we're here for another five or six days. So, um, it's we're pretty excited about it. We've had a great time, great food. I think the food here has really been better than I remember. Um, a couple other notes here. Oh, you, when you uh, get a beer, you have to put it on a coaster. It's called a patatsik, patatsik. Um, uh, so that's that's actually you know it's not like 
they demand it, but you're going to look like um, a bit of a tourist if you don't use a coaster. I know it sounds weird. It's like big deal, but it's a big deal. Um, there's a, oh, there's a stinky cheese here, they call it. I don't, kind of unfair to the cheese. I, mean, I don't think it's that stinky. It kind of tastes like a Roquefort, but it's like a famous uh, cheese here. You can find it in stores called a Varushki cheese. That pairs really well with the beer. Um, uh, anything with like onions is terrific with this stuff. So uh, I hope you get a chance to enjoy Czech beer and the food's going to be probably better than you think. Uh, do a little research and as always, you can reach out to me for uh, any questions about this stuff.